So what drew history makers to Winston-Salem? So we're coming there to explain, you know, who we are, to see what repositories have what about the black experience, to see if we can help enhance what they have. Can we convince repositories to take other material of, of the black community there so it will also be preserved? And can we also better represent the Piedmont area? We have a school that we've been working with. It's the Guilford Academy. We've been working with them for about six years, and they've been using our digital archive. In fact, they were using us to teach black boys to um, write, and, and the young people felt for the first time by hearing the stories they were motivated to do that. The other thing they were using the digital archive for was to teach vocabulary in context. And I thought that's such a brilliant idea. And so we tout the Piedmont area because that was the only school in the country that we've had that was using the collection that way. And every time people hear about it, they're like fascinated. How has, uh, just in broad strokes, I mean, African-American history education changed in the schools uh, since the 70s? It hasn't changed that much, and that's the sad part. You know, I can't speak about the Piedmont area. I can speak about Chicago, where I am. And I, about two years ago, I was presenting uh, before a group of social studies teachers. And, you know, and I was showing our digital archive, and I said, so what do you teach? You know, and I thought, well, you teach the Great Migration, and, you know, and they're just sitting, and I said, well, what do you teach? They said, slavery. I said, but what else do you teach? They said, slavery. And I was horrified. And what I'm finding young people tell me is that, you know, they learn about slavery, civil rights, and that's about it. Now, they'll learn also about President Barack Obama. There's just not a lot of instruction. So I thought things had progressed, but they have not. You know, people need to know where they come from. It's really important. It, it sort of is the root that helps the tree blossom. How's it going in terms of spreading that message, and, and how, do you, how do you gauge success? We're the largest attempt to record the black experience since the WPA slave narratives. And, you know, when you look, that's over 600 people have passed that we interviewed, and another 1,400 are age 70 and above. 99.5% of them would never have written their autobiography or had a biography written about them. And we remain as maybe the sole thing that reminds people that they existed. I'd be remiss in not, not getting your take on the racial climate in America today. Uh, I, given where we are, are you, are you hopeful? If so, why? I am totally motivated now because I believe that in the archives lie our stories that show that we are totally of worth. And I want the young black kids to know their heritage and I want the larger community to know the things that we've actually done and contributed to that fall beyond Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and, and the names that we hear over and over again. 
so I'm excited where our project is right now and its potential to change. And I see the hunger in a lot of young people and trying to find their identity. They did not know that the world will be like this. And a lot of things have frightened them about where we are and what what maybe the older community did not do for them or prepare for them that they are being responsible for. But on the other hand, the division is something that I don't know how we bridge again. And that is the thing that we're going to have to change and work on in society because a lot of damage is being done right now.